Hello, and welcome to the Financial Emancipation Podcast. I'm your host, Malik Branch, and this is a daily podcast discussing the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Welcome to the month of April. Today is April 2nd, and April is Financial Literacy Month. So this month is a month dedicated to understanding um, all things that related to finance, relating to uh, understanding just how financial, how the financial, your financial literacy can impact your life, how much you know about money, how much you know about how money should be managed, how you're focusing on your savings, all the things that we talk about here on this podcast. So it's an exciting time for me, because it's just a month that is just dedicated to all the things I feel very passionate about. So welcome to the month month of April. In in addition, April, yeah, starting yesterday, we started our 30 day financial emancipation, 30 day no shopping challenge, which began yesterday and is a shopping, no shopping challenge that is designed to show and demonstrate for you your habits around shopping, you know, mindless shopping, shopping out of boredom, shopping out of um, sadness, shopping as retail therapy. The, the, the idea is that you show by doing a challenge like this, you will show yourself what your instincts and habits are, and then it'll help you to get closer to breaking those habits and seeing, you know, what is it that triggers you? What makes you want to shop kind of without any need to shop, right? What and what does shopping do for you emotionally? And how can you do other things instead of shopping like that in ways that which can be detrimental to your finances? So you know, and at the end of this, you may f- save a few bucks, but the real purpose is for you to really see what your financial habits are as it relates to shopping and how that impacts your finances. Because again, if you do save money, you'll see that there's some in some instances, this is money wasted or money spent that you don't have or money that could be better spent in other places. And that's all we want to do is really kind of shake out the norms, shake out the things that you're used to doing and kind of find a new way and tr- also retrain your brain because it takes 21 days to form a habit and equally takes 21 days to form a new habit. So if we, within this month, if we are kind of checking ourselves every time we want to shop, that can become a habit that will make kind of alter and change for you how you spend your money and therefore help you to get closer to some of your financial goals. We're one quarter down from 2000 in 2018, which is really remarkable because the year has moved very rapidly. And so being that we're in that space and we are um, already a quarter down, it's important to say, okay, how do you believe you're going to meet your savings goals, your financial goals, your debt goals? How are you going to meet those goals, particularly now that one quarter of the year is down? What do you, what have you done? How has it looked for the first quarter? And what do you plan to do going forward? So a new month and a new quarter and also a new week is a good time for reflection and a good time to do a lot of assessments about what you've done and what you want to do going forward. So welcome to the month of April. I say all that to say an exciting month for us here on Financial Emancipation. So today I want to talk a little bit about self-control and controlling yourself as it relates to your finances. You know, um, again, the context around this month is about the financial literacy, about knowing um, about different tools and tips on how to manage your money. But really, it's about knowing yourself. And I think the biggest goal of the financial emancipation of this movement, my biggest goal is so that people can recognize and understand where their financial habits come from, understand your financial habits, and that way you can make the best effort to make changes to your financial habits that are more in line with your financial goals. Because quite often, 
we have or people say they have financial goals, but their financial habits and behaviors are not in line with with those goals. So you can't say that you want to run a race, but you never go outside and train. You know, you can't say that you want to lose weight and then eat, you know, eat badly every day, all day and never work out. So but when it comes to financial goals, people tend to just say them without adjusting their behaviors or their habits. And that is the, that is something that is really critical when we discuss financial emancipation because you have to make adjustments and they will hurt. They will feel as if something, they will feel uncomfortable when you make those adjustments because it goes against everything you're used to. So and a good example of that is that when you want to, when you have a savings goal and you want to actually build up a savings, because again, I mentioned to you that half of Americans don't even have a thousand dollars in their savings account. So that means there's, that's no money in, in a case of an emergency. And that leaves you extremely vulnerable to financial situations that can really be harmful to you. And it gives you, it leaves you extremely vulnerable to being drowned by one financial event, which in life, which in a year, you know, most people can expect to experience one financial event. And that if that event, if you have nothing to kind of fall back on, it could easily ruin your finances very quickly and make it very challenging for you to get out of a financial hole that would that that would put you in. So if you have a savings goal and you want to save more money, you have to sacrifice something because the fact is often, you know, when you begin to have a savings goal, it doesn't begin with you earning more money. So if you're earning the same amount of money that you were earning before, it's only logical to understand that in order to achieve any type of financial goal, sacrifices will have to be made. And sacrifices sound like something that is going to be very just challenging and difficult. And when in fact, sometimes if you really do a good assessment, some of the sacrifices you're, you're going to have to make are, are just simply adjustments to your norm. And so in an in instance of the no shopping challenge, it's saying that you would be able to say, you know what, I don't need these things. Or at a minimum, I'm going to assess the need I have for these things. I'm going to do a real assessment. I'm not going to impulse buy. You can change a habit strictly by saying, when you go online and you do online shopping, put everything in the basket, close the window and go do something else. Go do something else until the next day. Say, okay, I put it in there and I'll come back the next day. If it, if when you get back the next day, you still want to purchase the things that you put in the basket, that then you can go ahead and purchase them. But a lot of times and quite often, the impulse is there. So you're checking on the you're checking yourself on the impulse. You're saying, you know what? I'm not going to allow myself to make a purchase just strictly out of impulse. If I come back to this purchase 24 hours later, then I've thought it through and it's not an impulsive thing. Little adjustments like that can be really helpful to stopping or breaking or adjusting habits that you have around spending money, particularly around shopping, because quite often money is spent in a mindless way. And that is the kind of money that you can't track. You don't understand where your money went. You know, I spoke to a client who said that they had taken out a personal loan of $20,000. So they received $20,000 check and they could not know. I asked her, said, well, where did the 20,000 go? What did you do with it? And because at this time, the person still had a lot of debt a lot of um, outstanding credit card debt, the um, outstanding car loans, et cetera. I said, well, what did you do with the $20,000 that you took out in, in cash? And the person said they didn't know. They could not actually pinpoint 
what the 20,000 had been spent on, you know, and, and that, and, but there was a lot of evidence of a lot of shopping and none of the shopping was so critical that it could be identified and say, you know what, I bought this couch or I bought this thing or I bought that thing. It was all just little, small, minute, constant, little shopping, shopping here, there, there that racked up $20,000 and spent money that could not be identified. And so quite often you'll look at your credit card statement. If when you look at your credit card statement, you don't know, like, where did I spend $3,000, $2,000? Where did I spend that? You would have to know that you are over, you are spending mindlessly. And particularly credit is easy to do that because it's not coming out your bank account. At least with um, cash or the debit card, it's coming out. So it's going to be gone with a credit card because the balance is just growing. It doesn't feel the same way as it does when your money's being taken away. That's why people usually can get really quickly into a lot of deep credit card debt because they're not checking their impulses. So when it comes to spending, you want to be mindful of your impulses and your habits, which again is why a, a 30 day challenge is a critical for just understanding your habits. Now, again, you may realize that you have good shopping habits or you may realize that you're not shopping is not where you where, where your money is spent. And that's a good thing to understand and realize because it's also critical to prescribe the right medicine when a person is sick. Right. So if we're talking, if you and I are discussing this and we're talking about shopping, but shopping is not your issue then we don't need to focus on that. But you won't know that unless you kind of flush it all out. So it's important. Try the 30-day no shopping challenge. Just again, work through the what is your instinct and learn that, you know, you have to exercise some level of control, some level of self-control when it comes to all of this because it is you who has to be responsible for the outcome of your finances. And what, 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 what quite often we don't understand is that the moment... The what is important or what appears important in the moment because of it's because that's an emotional feeling can quite often outweigh what is what is actually important and critical for the long term. So I want to encourage everyone to look, to think about ways in which to exercise self-control when it comes to your finances, to try to work through and understand your financial habits and then make a plan so that we can break those financial habits and create new financial habits that are much more in line with your said financial goals and your long-term financial freedom and long-term financial stability. So if you haven't already done so, please head on over to Instagram and follow me at Financial Emancipation. Follow me on Twitter at FIN Emancipation and follow me on Facebook. This is critically important. Join the Facebook group. The Facebook group is found the Financial Emancipation. So you go on and find the Facebook group and please join that group. That is where we're tracking and we have a post going for the April Financial Emancipation 30 Day No Shopping Challenge. And there's a bunch of other great conversations happening there about everything that runs the gamut on finances. And sometimes it's quite often, it's quite helpful to look and see and hear from other people about financial things. You learn things from other people. We, again, I always mention we had a post on there about saving money on cable and people gave suggestions about what you can do to when you call the cable company. And I was able to call the cable company and save myself $40 per month on my cable bill. And we had a separate post on cell phone bills and how different things about that. And that reminded me that I was paying, you know, extra on my cell phone bill. I was paying extra $35 a month on my cell phone bill for it to have service on an iPad that I don't even use anymore. I was able to call the cell phone company, reduce that. And so I saved myself just from being in the group. I saved myself $75 a month just from that. 
you know, so it's just, just conversation, just talking to other people sometimes can really help you to focus on things that you would never think. And $75 is a lot of money when in context of, I could be saving that money per month or putting it someplace else or putting it to use that is in a better space for me and my personal finances. So please join the Facebook group. It really is a really great place and space where we're having lots of good dialogue and sharing lots of great information. So that's at the financial emancipation on face, um, on Facebook. And if you have any questions for me, please feel free to send me an email at financialemancipation at gmail.com. Um, on Facebook, I'll be going live twice this week. And so if you have any, any questions, comments, anything you want me to discuss, feel free to send me a message as it relates to that. If you have any questions you want me to answer, any topics you want me to cover in that live, send me that message. I'll cover it anonymously in the, um, in the live and just kind of go over it. And just, you know, and, and just kind of cover some things. So if you have anything, feel free to send it over to me and I'll be doing that twice a week um, going forward. So that's another reason it's important for you to be on in the Facebook group and, and like the Facebook page on on um, finan- the financial emancipation. So go on over and, and do that. I'm looking forward to launching the website shortly, which will be really exciting. And I have a couple of workshops coming up in the month of April. So I'm looking forward to sharing all that information with you shortly. So thank you so much for joining me today. And I hope you have, um, you, I hope you will join me tomorrow as we continue to discuss ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Have a great day.